Welcome or welcome back to Both Sides of the Barricade. This is the season two finale. So there's no guest this week, similar to the season one finale. I just kind of wanted to take this episode to reflect on the project as a whole and talk a little bit about my future, the future of Both Sides of the Barricade, all of that, and to answer some questions that you guys sent in to me. So I started this podcast over six months ago, back in September of 2020. And for my newer listeners who don't know, this podcast was my senior capstone project for school. I am a senior at Rowan University studying music industry, specializing in music business. So I feel like you can get a sense of my passion for it through the podcast, but I am also going to school for that. I have less than two months until I graduate, and I just found out I'm graduating with honors, which is really exciting. So I have no idea where my life is going after graduation, but I'm starting to focus more on that and finishing up my classes for the semester. When I planned season one of Both Sides of the Barricade, I really didn't think I would be doing more than that. I had six artists that I knew in person or through social media and I just asked them to be on and they said yes so I kind of just assumed you know I'll make these 12 episodes with my friends and these artists and that would be all of it because I received such a positive response to the first season I decided to keep it going because I still had one more semester of school with season one I was able to get all of the guests that I had throughout the semester in 24 hours I dm'd them or texted them and thankfully they were all willing to be a part of it and I feel really grateful that I had such amazing artists already in my life that were willing to help me with this project because without them it never would have been as successful as it was right from the get-go. I really feel like the fans who like those artists as much as I do and care about what they had to say it helped me because I can't imagine that many people would have cared what I had to say at least from the first episode of the first season with season two however I did have to work a little harder because I had exhausted my resources when it came to artists that I knew personally so I cannot even tell you how many emails I've sent over this past semester and of course, that means I got ignored a lot because I am just a like small student project. People, you know, don't know my name. They don't know both sides of the barricade as, you know, a brand or a project or anything. So it was really hard to at least get my voice out there. But that made the artists that I did get that much more special and the responses that I got and the connections that I was able to make that much more special. So, you know, as much as I struggled to get responses and sent so many emails, it really paid off in the end. And I feel like I got such amazing artists involved in season two. So I just feel really grateful that I was able to find six more artists that were willing to be a part of it. This season was exclusively women, and I feel really honored that I was able to uplift female artists in that way because they're not always uplifted in the industry. And I hope that through this project, I was able to do like a small part in helping women in the industry, you know, be empowered and uplifted and inspire people who are listening who might be women in in the industry or trying to get into the industry or want to be artists. Like, I just hope that that played a role as well, because that's a really big part of my life as a woman entering the industry. So I hope that, you know, I was able to contribute to the advancement of women in the music industry in some way. 
because women inspire me so much, both in my career and in my personal life. I find that the artists that I look up to, the women that I look up to, they've really shaped me into the person that I am today. So again, to think that I was able to contribute to that in some way is really exciting and definitely something that I hope to continue doing as a woman in the industry (laughs) and just a professional in the industry. Another big change for season two was that I started editing the episodes because if you were listening in season one, I would literally just upload the raw footage of my Zoom calls with the artists. And I I don't even think I could look back on those now and not cringe at the fact that I left in every single like um awkward pause everything because there were a lot. (laughs) When I was editing these new episodes, I would edit you know, like at least a solid 10 minutes out of each episode, if not more. So I don't even want to think about the stuff that I've left in (laughs) in the past. Because I edited it so meticulously, it added hours and hours to my work week. And on top of being a full-time student and having a part-time job, it was just a lot for me. And I do think that editing the episodes added to the quality of the content overall. It just added a lot more work as well. And for that reason, you know, it was something that I decided I couldn't maintain on a weekly basis. Season two, she's done. She's taken care of, at least until I graduate. But with that being said, I have decided to continue the podcast after I graduate. I have episodes that I have scheduled to be recorded, so I have plenty of content that will still be coming out, and I definitely want to focus more on smaller artists or up-and-coming artists and just see how I can help platform artists a little bit, even though I don't have the biggest platform. It's still nice to, you know, hear from artists who are just starting out building a fan base and everything, so I will definitely be continuing after I graduate. The only change that I anticipate is that it will probably be a looser schedule and less consistent considering I have no idea what my life is going to be like after I graduate with my career. If I'm moving, I don't know what any of that holds so I can't really commit to an episode a week because I don't know what my weeks or my life is going to look like after this. However, I want to produce content as much as I possibly can. I really appreciate that people want more content. So as long as people are listening and artists are willing to be part of this, I am perfectly happy making content for you guys. The support that you've given me, I think, deserves that in return. So I will continue making content as long as you guys are interested in it. So I also had some questions that people sent in on my Instagram story, and I will be answering some of those now. I didn't plan responses for these, so you're getting off the cuff. First question, what is your favorite memory from the past two semesters doing the podcast? That is a hard one because I really don't think I can whittle it down to one. I had so much fun recording with my friends in the first season. I had so much fun recording with artists that I had never spoken to before in the second season. So I really, I'm trying to think of like one specific memory. Honestly, I think season two anytime I got an email saying that an artist was going to be on or like be part of it or willing to be on was really exciting for me it didn't matter who it was I think just getting like a an approval (laughs) was like really exciting for me because before it was like my friends so asking them if they wanted to talk to me for an hour was a little less of a commitment than asking artists or their teams if like their clients or they would be willing to talk to me for an hour if they like didn't know who I was or know me. I'm so sorry, I'm getting off track. But my point is, anytime I got 
an answer from an artist where they were saying, yes, I'll be on. That was my favorite memory. Uh, Second question, what was your favorite episode to record? So from season one, I feel like I've answered this. It was probably my episode with Phineas, just because he and I have known each other for a long time. We're really, you know, comfortable talking to each other. We have great conversations. So that one was very fun for me to record and I looked forward to it the whole semester. So that was definitely my favorite season one. Season two, I would honestly, y'all are going to be mad at me because I mention her all the time, but talking to Baby Queen was so exciting for me because I genuinely love her music. I love her as an artist. I think that she's going to be huge. I'm just really excited to see where she goes. And again, she was one of those artists that I never talked to um, besides like a few interactions on like her Instagram lives or anything like that. So I was a little nervous to talk to her for an hour because I didn't know if she was going to like me or like want to have a conversation like that for an hour. But she is like the easiest person to talk to. Super funny like just an overall cool person. And I really hope that, you know, I'll be able to see her in person soon. I love her as an artist and she was probably my favorite episode to record for season two. And which guest were you most hyped to have on? Honestly, all of them. But I mean, again, probably the same answer for the last one. I mean, Phineas was a a great guest to get. And even though we know each other personally, it was an exciting opportunity to have an artist of his, you know, caliber and his, you know, accomplishments be on little old me's podcast. (laughs) And so for that, I'm really grateful. And then of course, baby queen guys, like, I'm sorry, but like, I was so hyped to have her on. Like, you have no idea. I like worked so hard to get her on. I was also really excited to have Maggie Lindemann on. She's probably the biggest artist in terms of numbers that I've had on. And that was again, really exciting. I feel like you guys were really excited about that one. So that in turn made me very excited. What is your favorite question to ask artists? I think my favorite question to ask them is probably what's one of your all-time favorite songs, which I enjoy hearing the answers because, you know, it either gives me a new song to check out or it gives me kind of an insight into what their taste is in music. And that oftentimes reflects their own music. So I find that really interesting. I like asking about what they grew up listening to because, again, I feel like that really gives you a lens into how they consumed music when they were young and how that in turn reflects in their music that they're making now. I find that all really interesting. That's just me being a music nerd, but I really like that question. What is an unexpected answer you got from an artist? I don't know. One that like came to mind was when I had Ren for short on and she said she didn't like photo shoots. And I think if I was an artist, I would love that. And maybe I'm saying that because I'm not and I don't have to do 12 hour shoots and all of that. But I feel like it would be really fun to get your hair and makeup done and get styled. And I would love to do that even if I wasn't an artist, like maybe one day I'll be this crazy music industry person and I'll get to do these cool photo shoots that I see everyone doing because I think it looks really fun. So to hear that she didn't like them, I was like, no, like <laughs> just because I feel like that would be one of the most fun parts. And uh, another one that I just think is funny, like I think of it every time I get asked a similar question is probably Phineas talking about a fact about you that not many people know. And he talked about how Phoebe Bridgers, when they were teenagers, beat him in a battle of the bands. And I thought that that was hilarious. And I just love that that was what came to mind for him. That's definitely stuck with me. And then what is the biggest lesson you have learned throughout this process? 
I think the biggest lesson, and this is definitely not something that I didn't realize beforehand, but it definitely reiterated the fact that connections and networking is so important. If you are listening to this and you want to be in the music industry in any way, shape, or form, you need to network. The more people you know, the more, you know, positive impressions that you make on someone and that you just reach out and show your passion in some way, shape, or form for their music or music in general and show that you're really like in this for the right reasons. That is probably the biggest lesson that's been reinforced by doing both sides of the barricade because just talking to artists and their teams and building those relationships and networking has been really helpful for me. I feel like even though I go to school for this, and this is kind of like, this is still in school, but it's pretty much outside. I do this all without any help from anyone at my school. It's just me. So I think that the relationships that I've made on my own and through this will definitely help me in my career after I graduate. The last question, what are your plans after college? So like I said, the industry is super unpredictable. I have no idea what it's going to hold for me, especially in the coming months when people are still getting vaccinated and things are still getting figured out. But ideally, I will be moving to Los Angeles within this year, hopefully working on an artist's team. I would literally be an assistant and to like the assistant to the assistant. Like, I don't care. I just want to be involved with artists that I am truly passionate about and just help them in small or big ways, make their vision come to life and make them as successful as they possibly can be. If I don't end up working for a specific artist's team, I would love to do something in A&R, finding new artists and helping them get signed to labels. I'd love to work for a label in A&R marketing, promotion, anything like that. I'll do touring. I don't care, but ideally working for an artist that I really love and helping them build their fan base and their career as an artist. Okay, so that's all the questions that I had. Thank you for anyone who sent those in. I figured I would throw in some current favorites for anyone who genuinely likes that part of the episodes and likes the recommendations that I give or that any of the artists give. I'm going to be honest, I've been on a bit of a playlist kick, which isn't very helpful, but my favorite album right now is probably Chemtrails Over the Country Club by Lana Del Rey. I've also been listening to Darkness on the Edge of Town by Bruce Springsteen. My favorite song is probably anything that's on this angry playlist I made. It's been a tough couple weeks, guys. So that's like I Disagree by Poppy or Prescription Kid by Kid Brunswick or Honey by Luna Aura. Speaking of Poppy, she absolutely ate her Grammy performance. I don't know if all of you saw it, but if you haven't, check it out on YouTube because it was crazy. Speaking of Grammys, this year's ceremony, probably my favorite in recent years. I was happy with like everyone who won except for Phoebe, Justice for Phoebe Bridgers, but I was happy with every other winner and the performances I thought were great. I hope that they keep that format post-pandemic because I felt like there was no filler and usually there's a lot of filler, so I hope that they take notes. I mean, I don't think the ratings were great, but I hope that they, you know, don't listen to that. Also, congrats to Phineas for being now an eight-time Grammy winner. That's crazy. I'm sure we have many future Grammy winners in the other episodes on this podcast. So 
that'll be exciting to see in coming years. So finally, I wanted to say thank you all again for following me on this journey. It has been such a crazy and rewarding ride for me. I really had no idea that my senior capstone project for college would be this successful and that this many people would be interested in hearing what I had to say and, you know, be interested in the artists that I had on and, you know, maybe that brought in some new fans. Maybe some new fans were found because they were watching these episodes and decided like, oh, this artist is really cool. I want to listen to them. I'm just thrilled that people were responsive to my idea that was both sides of the barricade and that artists were willing to be part of it. And I could never do this. Even though I did a lot of work for this, I could never have done it all without the artists that were willing to be involved, the teams that I was able to communicate with, the viewers, the listeners, the subscribers, the followers. Like I appreciate it beyond words, guys. Like I really wish that I could communicate to you how much it means to me that this project was as successful as it is um, in my final year of school because this was easily the most fun and exciting thing that I've done in my time at college. I'm not really a college person, which may surprise you, but it's been really exciting to think that my time here was important to people and that my project had this effect on people and that was all me, you know? this whole project it was all my artwork my ideas my questions my time and my effort and my blood sweat and tears so I really appreciate it and I care so much about everyone who's listened and asked questions and commented and anything like I appreciate it beyond words and I said this in last season's finale but it's still very much true I'm not an expert I'm sitting here with my snowball microphone and I'm on my laptop on zoom with a ring light in my parents closet like it is not a professional endeavor that I'm taking on but I really just want to drive home the fact that this project was just as much for me as it was for you guys and it really kept me going this past year when nothing felt important and the industry that I was in was not dying, but certainly not at its, you know, height of success. And it's been really hard to kind of feel like what I'm doing and what I'm getting ready to graduate for is going to be there when I graduate and I'm going to be able to start my career right away. Like it just didn't feel like that for a long time. And doing this made me feel like, you know, maybe I didn't need to be hired by some big label or immediately get a job after I graduate to feel like I'm doing something that I'm passionate about and that people care about. Because at the end of the day, I just hope that you found this podcast entertaining, educational, exciting. I hope you discovered a new artist that you now are obsessed with because that's all I care about is sharing music with other people and uplifting artists that I think are really exciting and are going to be the future of the industry. So I just hope I accomplish that in some way. With all of that being said, this has been an episode of Both Sides of the Barricade. This has been the season two finale of both sides of the barricade. This is not the end, guys, I promise you. But for now, you can follow Both Sides of the Barricade on Instagram at Both Sides of the Barricade. You can follow us on Twitter at BSOTB Pod, the acronym and then pod. We're on Facebook. You can follow me at JTaylorLDR on Instagram and Twitter. This episode is available on Spotify and iTunes. You can watch it on YouTube. Please follow, subscribe, like, download, rate, comment, all of that. 
thank you all so much for listening. Um, I will try not to gush too much more, but I really, uh, beyond words, I am so thankful for everything that this project has done and how much it has grown over the past six months. I really appreciate it and all of the support that you guys have given me. Thank you all for listening. I will see you in a bit. Bye.